The power of human connections is one of those things that continues to drive why I am a classroom teacher. And I wonder if you agree. We know as educators that building relationships and connecting with kids is at the cornerstone of like everything that we do. And what I want to share in this ridiculously weird and funny and quirky episode are two of my favorite things that I do to build relationships with students that are absolutely not a worksheet, not a PDF, not a game, not an activity. These are things that are so simple yet so significant and you can literally implement them in your classroom and in your school tomorrow no prep no cost are you kidding me I'm not I'm not kidding you we're gonna dive into both of them in this episode now before I share these two ideas with you I want to actually share a five-star review that was left on the Apple podcast app I want to build a relationship and give a shout out to the listener of the week Kai Fax teacher who said five stars uplifting As an educator, there's a lot of negative language out there. Monica is very honest, but also has a positive way to approach the reality of what we do and make sure we take care of ourselves. Thank you so much for connecting and writing that. Kai Fax teacher, you are the listener of the week and I appreciate you. I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and clicking that subscribe button. If you haven't left a five-star review or a written review on the Apple Podcast app yet, that would help other teachers connect to this podcast and find the laughter and the learning that you know I'm dishing out every single week. So if you're ready for a little bit of weird, but also a little bit of awesome to help you connect with students, stick around because this is going to be a good one. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education Celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast this teacher life. I will never forget my high school chemistry teacher who would say the exact same thing every single time a kid got their hair cut. We would walk into the chemistry lab and he would say, Oh my goodness, Monica, did you get your ears lowered? And as a 16 slash 17 year old teenager, that was not the kind of humor I was looking for. I did not think it was funny. I thought it was terribly annoying. 
But at the same time, it made me smile every single time. Why? Because it showed that he was paying attention to his students. It showed that he saw us, that he recognized us, and he wanted to connect with us through something as simple as a haircut. I don't know how the man did it, but every single time, and there's like 27 students in the class, every single time a kid would get a haircut. It was the same damn joke. Oh my gosh, Robbie, did you get your ears lowered? Oh my gosh, Marcus, did you get your ears lowered? And the eyes would roll, but he never stopped. In a 180-day school year, we probably heard that over 100 times. And while it annoyed me all 100 times, guess who's still talking about this? Over 20 years later, me, because my high school chemistry teacher, as quirky and silly and goofy as he was, as much as I could not relate to the guy on a personal level, he found something small but significant to make his thing. Now, I knew sitting in high school chemistry that I wanted to be a teacher. I knew that I wanted to be a science teacher, which is actually why I was in his chemistry class to begin with, not because I wanted to go into like biochemistry. I, I knew I wanted to teach science. But I made a promise and a pledge to myself in that chemistry class that when I was a teacher, I was never gonna say, oh, did you get your ears lowered? I made a promise I was never gonna do that. I also made a promise that I was going to take a play out of his playbook and build relationships with kids when I recognized that they had gotten a haircut. And to this day, I have said hundreds of times the exact same thing. A kid will walk in and it will be obvious that they got a haircut, a buzz cut, they've gotten a trim or a hair color or something. And I react the same way every single time. I will stop mid-sentence on purpose. And I will look at that student and I'll be like, holy cow, Cammie, did you get your hair cut? My God, Brayden, did you get a new hairdo? And of course, they're always like, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, I freaking love it. That looks great. Like, dang, that looks so good. And I have a full freak out. I don't say, oh, did you get your ears lowered? No, I just am like mind blown by their haircut. I'm talking, it could have been the smallest trim. It could have been like they got like two highlights because their mom said highlights are expensive. We're only getting a couple. If I notice some sort of change in a kid's hair, I am going to celebrate that hair. I am going to freak out in a positive way about that hair. And I am going to clap my hands and be like, dang, that looks good. Seriously, like that looks great on you. And I'm going to do it in the most genuine, authentic, real, raw kind of way to connect with a kid and build a relationship with a kid. If they hate my class, if they hate math, they are going to feel so much love in that moment. For something that cost me nothing, 
I'm investing 10 seconds of time in that moment and it is worth it. We all know that we've had kids who have gotten a haircut because their parents made them or they've gotten a haircut because there was some sort of like really sad situation like lice or something like that at their house and they're a little self-conscious about the new haircut. But what if we can celebrate it and highlight it in, a, in an effort to build a relationship with a student? Is it worth it? Yes, every single time. So I want to ask you a reflective question, a two-part reflective question. Question number one, is obsessing over a haircut something that you currently do? If the answer is yes and you're laughing in your car because you're like, oh my God, girl, I do the exact same thing. Awesome. Continue doing it. I love that. And I'm glad we're on the same page. Please reach out and let me know that you have full-blown celebrations over a haircut. If it's not something you currently do, let me ask you this. Would it be something that you would start tomorrow? If the answer is yes, start it tomorrow. If the answer is no, totally fine. If like this isn't your jam, if this isn't your vibe, if this hair freak out thing in a positive way doesn't match your personality, no worries. You do you, boo. But then my follow-up question is, what is going to be your thing? And I'm not talking about a strategy. I'm not talking about a lesson plan. I'm not talking, no, I'm talking about just something so quick, but so connected. What could it be? And start implementing that tomorrow. I think oftentimes our kids walk into classrooms of all sizes. Whether you've got nine kids in your classroom or 29 kids in your classroom or more. God love you. I think every single kid is waiting for the moment to have positive recognition. When they anticipate some sort of negative recognition during class. The negative recognition being, oh, I didn't have a pencil or I didn't have my homework done or this doesn't make sense to me or I got a really bad grade on my test. I think kids walk in anticipating that. But what if we could reverse that anticipation by building a relationship by something simple but positive we say to kids every single day? I promised two awesome relationship building ideas in this episode and I'm going to deliver the second one right after I tell you about an upcoming opportunity that I am ridiculously excited about. In April, I am launching my Crushing It For Kids course and one of the components of the Crushing It For Kids course is all about relationship building strategies. Ways that we can connect with kids in simple but significant ways. If you're like, oh, the haircut thing is so simple or the zipper thing. Spoiler alert. I just told you the next one is about a zipper. If if you are like, man, these ideas are exactly what I need because they don't take extra time. They don't take extra attention. They just require a little bit of intention. If you're looking for more relationship building ideas, then the Crushing It For Kids course is for you. It begins in April. It's all virtual. It's super affordable. It's ridiculously engaging. And I promise by the end of the three-week course, you are going to feel so good about the momentum that you have to end the school year. I understand that ideas that you might have done at the beginning of the year are not working at this point in the year. And you just need some fresh tools to help you teach 
because you're freaking good at it. I want to invite you to click the link in the show notes or visit monicagensa.com slash courses to check out the Crushing It for Kids course. You can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credit. You get a virtual copy, a PDF copy of the book Crushing It for Kids and so many other things that are going to be a part of the affordable price. Check out monicagensa.com slash courses and let's crush it for kids together in the month of April. Now, I told you, I gave you a little spoiler that the second item is about a zipper. It's true. It's about a zipper. And I actually have two different ways that you can use this zipper strategy. Let's start with the first one. Fun fact, in an effort to build relationships with my students, I never zip up my book bag. I carry a book bag like the like the kind that students do like two straps it's a it's a gray Herschel book bag I love it it's great if it's all of my teacher stuff that I need and I bring it back and forth to school every single day even if I don't even open it when I get home even if the book bag doesn't come out of my car I still carry it to and fro school every single day so it obviously has a zipper for the main pouch And it has a zipper for like the pencil pouch part of it. I keep the main section of my book bag unzipped on purpose. Why? Because my students get to school really, really early. I'm in a rural school district. And so oftentimes I'm arriving to school at the same time my students are because of all of our rural bus routes. Like literally in a five day school week, I am walking in with students nearly every single day because of the way that the buses get dropped off. And I have multiple sets of stairs to get up to my classroom. So then once I'm in the building, I see tons of students and it's never the same students each day. And it does not fail when I walk into the building with my book bag unzipped. I will have students say, Oh, Miss Genta, your book bag is unzipped. I will not approach that. I know that. But they will come and they will approach me and they will try to zip my book bag back up. As a symbol of love, as a symbol of connection, as a symbol of, oh girl, I don't want your stuff to fall out of your bag. Isn't it interesting that I am intentionally doing something? They're noticing That the book bag is unzipped and they are coming to me. Guess what this is? This is a catalyst for conversation. While they are zipping my book bag back up, I'm doing a walk and talk with them. They end up walking up the steps with me. They end up having a conversation with me because the catalyst was the zipper. I do this on purpose and I've never admitted this to students. I'm admitting it to you right now. Don't be telling my students that I'm doing this. I have zero students that listen to this podcast because why would they? Okay. But this is one of those super simple things that I never thought was going to make a big difference. But it does. Could you keep your book bag or your school bag unzipped in an effort to connect with another student or a staff member? Because every once in a while, I find myself walking in with a staff member 
somebody who works in the exact same building as me, but maybe I don't have a strong connection with them because I'm in a small school district. You would think, oh, everybody knows everyone. No, because I'm such a small school district, we don't have common plan periods. So I often don't see staff members throughout an entire school day, except in that zipper moment where they're like, oh my gosh, Monica, let me help you zip that back up. And I just say thank you and have a walk and talk with them. It's amazing. How is it that when something is open, like a book bag, that it also opens up the door to communication? Now, I said that I had a second idea about a zipper. And I want you to know in advance, this is not going to be for everyone. Some of you are like, no way would I do this. No way. That's awkward. That's uncomfortable. Like, but it, it could be. If you are wearing pants with a zipper, some of you are like, oh my God, she's going there. If you are wearing pants with a zipper, like I am today, I have a pair of black pants on that I wore to school, has a zipper. Could you have your zipper kind of like awkwardly like halfway undone? Like I'm not saying like intentionally be like, whoa, man, your zipper's undone. Because that, I mean, that could be awkward. Maybe you're in for it. Right. And I, I don't want this to turn into like something that it's not. Right. But I do have a couple of pairs of pants that kind of catch midway through or about a third of the way up. And so it's like this awkward moment where every once in a while you've all been there. You've been teaching a lesson and a student is kind of like making that awkward eye contact with you because it hasn't been on purpose that you like are having a zipper issue. And they're like, I'm Michenta, I'm Michenta. And they're like giving you this eye and you're like, they're starting to like twitch and you're like, what's going on? And you're like, um, uh, and they like start trying to be like very casual about it, very sly about it. And they're like pointing. And then you're like, oh my God, I've been teaching half the day with my fly undone. Again, these kids could dislike our class a ton. These kids could dislike our subject area a ton. But there's something wildly relational about wanting to help a fellow human. And whether it's the zipper on your book bag or the zipper on your pants, these things bring us together. This gets kids talking. This gets kids supporting. This creates an opportunity to connect with kid and build a stronger, more substantial, just real relationship. Notice none of this has anything to do with math or social studies or PE or art. This has to do with people. And when we are building relationships with our students, that strengthens the foundation that we are creating in the hopes that maybe they will care a little bit more about our math class or our English class or about the social studies project coming up. When it comes to relationships, some of the best things that we can do to connect with kids are find simple but strategic strategies. Like saying, "Woo, I love your hair. Or like, oh yeah, thank you for helping me zip my book bag. Those are the things that are going to make the biggest difference. When we build relationships with kids, we crush it for kids. And I cannot wait to hear how these ideas work in your classroom. I am super excited for the Crushing It For Kids course that is going to have an entire strand, an entire thread of relationship building activities. If you have not checked out the Crushing It For Kids course, you can go to monicagenta.com courses. 
I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Please reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, TikToks, the Facebook. Shoot me an email because I want to know how these things are going in your classroom as you strengthen the relationships with your students. Until the next episode releases on Sunday night, thank you for listening and thank you for living this teacher life. <laughs>